Hi everyone, it's Mofa Alua here. Welcome to Haven on Earth. If you're listening for the first time, I'm so glad you chose to listen to this. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. <laughs> So last week um, we were considering the topic dealing with loss and the fear of death and I do I delved rather a bit into our response to loss and death of our loved ones, especially when these loved ones are of the family of faith and they die believing in God. John 11, 25-26 says, Jesus was speaking and he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, they will live again. Do you believe this? And that's just a profound thing because it just means that John 3:16 was not just a fable. It wasn't just a tale, it wasn't just a story, it wasn't just a joke. It's as true as everything in the word of God. When God says that we have eternal life in Christ Jesus by belief, he really means it. And at the end of the day, we have a choice. We have a choice. Where do you want to spend eternity? Forever with God or in damnation. But our response to dealing with loss should be a knowing that these people, though they are lost to us on earth, we would see them again in heaven and we would all spend an eternity together with God. So I spoke more in depth about all of these things. So if you have not listened to episode 7, Please go ahead and listen to it. In this episode, however, we're going to be talking about a topic I have termed edify. Now, edification, as the dictionary describes it, is to instruct someone to encourage, to improve someone morally or intellectually to uplift, to enlighten, to inform. And the word edification in the New Testament is the Greek word oikodome, which literally translates to the building of a house. It appears in the King James Bible about 20 times, and the 20 times were in the New Testament, especially in the letters of Apostle Paul. So, edification, as Apostle Paul intended it, goes beyond just encouragement, just beyond just improving someone morally or intellectually. The edification there is, is like when you speak words of prophecy, and those words are laced with power, they're laced with with action it's not just to speak and tell someone it is well god will do this is you're speaking words that spark a fire that ignites something in the hearts of people and the best thing is that it's not just other people we can um edify we can edify ourselves as well 
it's one of the reasons for spiritual gifts. The reason why we can speak in tongues, lay hands on the dead is to improve our relationships, not just with God, but with other people. It's so that people can see this thing and it edifies them, it sparks something in them. But today we're not just talking about edification in terms of what we do or spiritual gifts. We're talking about declaration. Now, a renewal of our thinking bets a change in our speech patterns and behaviors. And as our speech and behavior gets renewed, we see an improvement in our relationship with others. What that means is that the way we think, our mindset go a long way in directing our thoughts and thus our words and our behaviors. What you feed your mind ultimately reflects in your actions. It's how the Bible says that as a man thinks in his heart, he is. And out of the abundance of the mouth, out of the abundance of the heart, rather, the mouth speaks. So the more you fill your mind with negative things, you wake up, you go to Twitter. Hi guys, so my sister is here stopping briefly. Say hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> so, um, like I was saying, the way we, what you feed your mind on affects how you act, how you behave, and ultimately what you say. So if you're the kind of person that wakes up and you check Twitter and you see, oh, Bitcoin has reduced, um, they're killing people in this place, they're burning somewhere, somewhere, fill your mind with all these negative thoughts and what proceeds from your mouth is, ah, this country is hard, I'm broke, people are dying, blah, blah, blah. Uh, only God will help us in this country, only God can save us now. Uh, they will not kill all of us. All these kind of things by virtue of what you're feeding your mind. And so instead of spending time in prayer for your country or speaking words over your country, you're speaking negative things. And ultimately what you speak is what you see. So if you're the kind of person that every time I'm sick, I'm having a headache, I'm not feeling fine, I'm tired, I'm weak. What happens ultimately is that that is how you always feel. You always feel sick, you always feel tired, you always feel weak. So it's important what we feed our mind. If you're saying you want to be chaste, you want to be pure, you want to stay a virgin until marriage, and you're watching erotica and pornography and feeding your mind with these things because you're born again and it can't affect you, what happens is that you begin to desire these things. The cravings begin to grow in your mind until you start small. You get a boyfriend and you do some petting, but from there it grows. So what we feed our mind directs our thoughts and our thoughts direct our words. And we will see how important it is what we speak. The Bible says that guard your heart with all diligence for out of it proceeds the issues of, of, your, of your life. And the heart in that passage is talking about your mind, the seat of your will, your conscience, your emotions. So everything that has to do with how you act, how you think, how you behave, your interaction proceeds from your mind. And if your mind is not renewed and matching the spirit of God in you, you see that what you, what you do, 
the actions that you have, your relationships with others is severely impacted. So it's important that we guard our minds. It's important that we watch who we hang out with, who we associate with, what goes on in our mind. Ecclesiastes 4, 8 verse 4 says that where the word of a king is, there is power. And who can say to him, what are you doing? And the amazing thing is that the king that is spoken about in Ecclesiastes 4, 8 verse 4 is us. First Peter 2, 9 says that we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a special people for God's possession. God has called us royalty. We are kings and queens. We have established God's kingdom on earth. And the kingdom of a king is the domain of his king. So if we're establishing God's kingdom, it means that we're ruling as kings. Uh, don't <laughs> guys I'm going to dip but it's important that we understand that God lives in us God is the king and so what we are is carriers of the presence of God carriers of the life of God and so the life that we live is the life of kings and priests a life of holiness and royalty so when Ecclesiastes 8 verse 4 says that where the word of a king is there is power it's talking about us that's why the Bible will tell us in Proverbs that the power of life and death is in the tongue and they that would feed it they that will indulge in it will bear the consequences what we say is very important by how we talk by the things we say we can impact our life i like this passage of scripture funny how i have never come across this and i have read my bible enough times i feel like i have read it but it just didn't occur to me as much james 3 4 verse 5 says and look at ships even though they are large and driven by strong winds, yet they are steered in by a tiny rudder in the direction of the person at the helm. And so is the tongue. I want to break it down a bit. It still goes on from there. A ship is very large. Think of a big ship. As big as a ship is that can be tossed about by strong winds on any good day. And as big as a ship is that can sit hundreds of people, the ship is steered by a rudder in the direction of the person at the helm of the ship. And this passage of scripture likens your tongue in the body to the rudder in the ship. It says, and so is a tongue, a small part of a body, of the body rather, yet it carries great power, like a small flame, can set a large forest ablaze. There's this song I used to like, um, fight song, like a small boat on the ocean, making certain big waves into motion. Like how a single word can make a heart open. I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion. And that's how your tongue is. Your tongue is like a single match that can set things ablaze. But guess what? The choice is with you. Do I set things ablaze positively or I negatively, negatively disrupt my life and other people's life? Your tongue is a small part of the body, yet it carries great power. Power, life, death, 
authority are in the tongue and we decide what to do with it. You know how the Bible says that with the same mouth you bless and with the same mouth you curse. That is not what God intends for us. We cannot allow negative things proceed from our mouth. We are giving our tongue and the power in it for the purpose of encouragement, for the purpose of edification, not just for ourselves, but for others. You can direct what happens in your life by what you say, and you direct what you say by what you feed your mind. So you feed your mind on the word of God and you declare it. You're sending a message. It's like how people say, oh, you send a message into the universe. You're not just sending a message into the universe. You're sending power and authority to the world. And this power and authority is the same power that Christ has. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot. And I want to break it down some more. God's method of bringing life to dead places, people, nations, gifts and calls is to call it a life when it looks dead. That's why the Bible would say that God speaks on God calls for things. He calls for the things that are not as though they are. And that's the same power that we have. We have the power to call forth what isn't as though it is. And once we confess these things with our mouth and we believe in our hearts, we set the jazz in motion to see a manifestation. I was listening to a message by my pastor and he said something. He said, Confession is an agreement. When you confess something, it means you have agreed with it. So if you confess constantly, I am broke, you're agreeing with the fact that you are broke. And what what you see is that even when you have a supply of financial needs, it doesn't meet everything that you need to need it to. It doesn't meet all your wants because your mindset will always be that you don't have sufficient. Guys, this is a lot. It means that when we say we're sick, we're tired, we constantly find ourselves in positions of thought, of sickness, of tiredness, because this is what we are confessing. And my pastor went on to say that there are three things that go a long way into seeing the manifestations of the things that we profess by faith. Meditation. Meditation on the word of God to direct your thoughts. That's why Apostle Paul was saying Romans 12, Romans 12, Verse 2, that be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the renewing of your mind is on the word of God or in the word of God. Meditation, confession, and action. So it's one thing to confess. It's one thing to declare. And it's another thing to take action on what you've declared. Taking action, meaning that you don't allow the devil a place in your heart. If you declare that you're a righteous, a righteous nation, a holy generation, a royal priesthood, you confess these things, you believe it, then you don't do things that defile you. You don't watch content, hang with people that would defile your consecration. Instead, you seek God in everything that you do. If you declare that you're strong, you're healthy, you are healed. There is no sickness within you because God has said that by his stripes were healed. What you do from that moment on is that you meditate on the word of God concerning healing and you take care of your health. 
we have so much power so much power god gave us the power to change things by words i wrote something down that every time god wanted to move he sent his word first let there be light and there was light it means that his mind had conceived the notion that he could create light and light rather and when his mind had conceived the motion he spoke it into existence that even before there was light he had spoken it out and he saw a manifestation so we have the power to do the same thing speak it out speak out what you want to see in line with the word of god and we see a manifestation there's still so much so much to share and i hope i could get someone on this podcast to do this with me again sometime i'm walking towards it guys i know i'm always saying that i want to invite a guest but it might be sooner rather than later so thank you thank you for listening to this going forward into this week i want you to be positive about what you're feeding your mind bible says in philippians 4 from verse 8 whatsoever thing is true whatsoever thing is lovely whatsoever thing is of good report whatsoever thing will edify you these things that's what you should think on those are the things that you should fill your mouth your fill your mind with fill your heart with what is lovely what is noble meditate on it and you see as you meditate on these things your mouth speaks it you walk in line with these things and you see that like a match in a forest you catch a fire and you do things that before you had limitations doing so this week speak the word believe it accept it that's all guys that's all thank you thank you thank you for listening god loves you have a blessed week if you haven't listened to the previous episodes i would advise that you do there are different episodes with different topics so find a topic that you can relate with and don't just listen alone share it with someone that you know is going through something fighting something carrying a body in someone that can benefit from it and god bless you as you share the word have a blessed week guys